Do you travel for a living and struggle to maintain a healthy lifestyle like I do? Or maybe you just struggle to maintain a healthy lifestyle in general. This is the Road to Health podcast and I am Tamar, your host for this adventure. I travel for business often, which presents some challenges in terms of achieving and maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Join me on my perfectly imperfect journey as I implement the strategies I've learned from the coaches I work with and interview on my show to lose 40 pounds by June 1st, 2020. I don't always manage to resist the temptations that come from traveling for business, but by working on a few key areas of my mental and physical health, I'm managing to get healthier as I go. No one needs to take this journey alone. So if you struggle to make healthy choices on the road like I do, join me for this ride on the road to health. Well-traveled, well-lived. Are you someone who looks at food as either good or bad? Hey guys, Tamar here from the Road to Health podcast. I am so happy you could join me today. And the topic about food being recognized as either good or bad actually came up from a conversation I had with a couple of good friends this weekend. And we actually discussed a post that I had put up in my Facebook group. And it was funny because I have started calling my so-called cheat meals treat meals now. Um, I, I don't really love the term cheat because that's really insinuating that we're doing something wrong. But I had been taught forever that a meal that was off plan was called the cheat meal, right? And a lot of people still use that terminology today. But that brought up this conversation, which was absolutely amazing, about whether or not we should really be looking at food as good or bad. It's just food. It's either on plan or it's off plan. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. But before we do that, I want to get into a couple of announcements. On June 15th, I am going to be launching a five-part mini-series. There's going to be two episodes per month and I'm going to be sharing my story in depth a little further. Now I know I've covered it at somewhat of a high level and it was pointed out to me a few weeks back that I really need to start digging a little bit deeper and I think you know part of this and I was discussing this with a friend the other day is that our ego tends to get in the way and you know the life I live today is very different from the life I lived eight years ago. And so even though I'm embarrassed and ashamed about some of the things that I've done in my life, really it has shaped who I am today. And it it has also allowed me to talk to other people who are experiencing similar things or going through some of the events that I've gone through in my life and actually help others. And that is the biggest reason that I've gotten into coaching in the first place is because I was able to recognize those things that I had done wrong in my life or that I feel like I had failed at and I've been able to turn that into a more positive thing. So I'm really excited about this series. I'm going to be talking about addiction uh, with alcohol and drugs. I'm also going to be talking about some of the misconceptions that people have and that I often hear uh, when people discuss addiction in general. I'm going to be talking about toxic relationships. I was in many of them uh, and I heard a lot of people along the way. Body shame, our relationship to food, 
yo-yo dieting so and depression um but there's going to be so many things that i'm going to cover and i'm going to give specific events in my life i'm also going to talk about what happened what made me change those events and then of course what i do today to make sure that i don't repeat any of those things and i actually use that stuff to become a better person and help others so if you're around make sure you check out that show on june 15th and the following episodes after that and i would appreciate it so so much if you shared out that first episode let people know who you think may benefit from this series know that there's someone they can come listen to that maybe they can relate and maybe it will inspire them to make some changes in their lives that they're looking for as well. And while you're there, make sure you rate and review on Apple Podcast if you haven't already. And that is so much appreciated on my end. The second announcement I'd like to let you know about is that This series that I've created actually comes from chapters in my book that I'm writing and that will be launching at the end of July. I will let you know the exact date shortly but I'm really excited because it's something I've been thinking about doing for a few years now but in all honesty I was I never thought of myself as someone who was very good academically and that was partially due to the fact that I just wasn't at school. Um, I actually remember my English 12 teacher putting my provincial exam down on the desk and as she walked by she told me that if I failed the exam and I believe I needed about 53% to pass that if I failed she would make my life a living hell and um, probably because she didn't really want me back in her class the following year and I don't blame her because I was a bit of a shit in high school. But you can read that and more in my book. Um, The series will be covering specific chapters in the book. So you'll get somewhat of a sneak peek into what the book is going to be about. It covers my full story. It also covers my recovery and how I turned my life around and decided to start helping other people as a result of what I've been through. So I'm really excited. I'll be announcing a date shortly, so make sure you stay tuned for that. So my relationship with food, I would say up until about a year and a half ago, has always been uh, fairly toxic. Um, Like I mentioned earlier in the show talking about cheat meals, I have always looked at specific foods as either good or bad, right? And I would get so focused on trying to make sure that I would eat those good foods that when I ate the so-called bad foods, I would get down on myself. I would think that I couldn't do it. It took too much willpower. It took too much energy to actually keep up on these diets that I would just start this downward spiral. But you know, over the last year and a half, I've really been working on how I actually look at food. And I've done that by the coaches I have in my life, allowing me to come up with more creative ways at, you know, looking at things, planning things. Also, you know, I have tools that I've added to my toolbox in terms of, you know, calorie cycling, carb cycling, intermittent fasting. And so I have all these resources to draw from now depending on what situation I am in, whether or not I'm traveling, whether or not I'm at home. And so I think that that's really helped me kind of get the ball rolling in terms of how I look at food. Um, The next part was, of course, doing deeper state keto. I decided back in February that I needed to curb my sugar cravings because that is something that I've always battled with. 
and struggled to maintain and I have not actually had any added sugar since early February and I'm super excited about that because it's just something I never felt that I could achieve or do because I would fall off the wagon over and over and over. So, you know, limiting the amount of carbs that I have in my diet has really helped me with my triggers because I have a lot of them. And it's also helped me look differently at how I eat, right? I mean, you know, a friend of mine pointed out to me the other day that, you know, you're either something, you're either eating something that's nutritious for you and that's going to give you fuel and energy, or you're eating something that's not. It doesn't have to be defined as good or bad. I also had this conversation with one of my guests, Brandon Clark, who is one of the coaches on Deeper State Keto. And we actually talk about, you know, the, he calls it bro diet. I just call it clean eating. I did this eight years ago. I lost 75 pounds and I experienced exactly what we talk about in that interview is that, you know, you go so long with being so rigid and eating the same foods. And if you're anything like I am and you have an unhealthy relationship with food, um, you know, you can only focus for so long. And then once you're able to eat some of those foods that you once enjoyed, but haven't really indulged in, you tend to go completely off the wagon. And then what happens is, you know how difficult it was to get there in the first place. You know what you should be doing, but it's really, really hard to actually sustain that lifestyle once again. It's almost like it takes even more energy the second time around. And I believe personally, and this is only my opinion, that what's caused me all this grief is because I haven't learned how to look at food in a more positive way. And that's why, you know, this conversation this weekend over relationship with food and not defining it as good or bad, but it's either nutritious for you or it's not. And you know what, if if you're going to eat something that is not on plan or what you consider to be on plan, just enjoy it. You know, the next day, wake up and move on and follow your plan again. But just enjoy what you're doing and know that there is room for mistakes, right? We don't have to be perfect. I know Myself, I struggle with that. I always want to do everything perfectly. And if I don't feel like it's my best, then I get down on myself and I can start to spiral again. But, spiral again. but you know, my relationship with food is now a big focus of mine. And I know that Deeper State Keto has really helped because it's a structured plan. It's one I've been following since early February. I do also have some stats to give you on that, which I will cover a little bit later. But you know, if you're someone that's really struggling with your diet and, you know, you think that it's only one way, you know, start asking around, hire a coach. That's what I did. I started focusing on different aspects of my life instead of just uh, losing weight or losing inches. It actually became something that once I started to add other goals, everything started to fall in place. So if you're struggling, make sure you hire a coach. I do have a lot of experience in uh, losing weight and addiction and all that kind of good stuff. So uh, visit my website. You can reach out for a free 30-minute call. And as I was saying, on Deeper State Keto, I've had a lot of success. It's been since early February. I'm down 19 pounds and I only have 12 more to go until I hit my goal at the end of June. Now, I am doing the offboarding, which means I'm actually done the cutting part of the course. 
Um, I've lost two and a half inches around my chest, hips, and waist, and I'm down 4% body fat. So I'm going to be slowly, gradually increasing my caloric intake. And then what I'm actually going to do is Brandon Clark, who I mentioned earlier, he is one of the coaches and he does fitness competition training. And he actually trains with resistant bands, which, as you know, is something that I have been promoting the crap out of because they are so convenient. It makes it easy to work out wherever you go, especially in times like these. And so I am actually going to hire him on in the next phase of my body development as a coach to take me through the steps of how he would train so I can decrease some of that body fat and see what level I can take it to, right? I'm really excited, so stay tuned. I'm actually gonna do um, a mini series around that time as well, just kind of sharing what's going on, how my progress is coming along, and I'm excited to work with Brandon in the future. And also make sure you stay tuned for that episode that is coming up shortly. In wrapping things up, I just want to say that, you know, if you're like I am and you have always struggled with your relationship to food, give yourself some grace, hire a coach or get somebody that you can be accountable to and just try some things out. That's what I've been doing, you know, over the last year and a half. It's just been experimenting with different things that work for me and I finally found things where I am starting to see success in And a lot of that is just surrounding myself with other people who are doing the same thing. So if you're interested in getting some coaching, head over to my website, theroadtohealth.me, and there is a link where you can book a free 30-minute calls. And my goal is to empower, inspire others to build a firm belief in their own ability to achieve their goals. So I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope after you are as well inspired to change the terminology you use when it comes to food as not good or bad, but just food that can nourish you and maybe food that doesn't. So anyway, guys, I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I will talk to you next time. Stay safe out there. That wraps up another episode of the Road to Health podcast, where my goal is to provide you with content that not only inspires you, but also provides information and strategies that you can use to implement in your own journey. I know from experience, it can be super hard to make healthy lifestyle changes that actually stick. I've worked with people to help them define their goals and identify the roadblocks that stop them from achieving them. If you would like to take advantage of a free 30-minute call to figure out how to achieve your goals, visit my website today at www.theroadtohealth.me. When you're there, make sure you download the latest copy of my five tips to staying positive while working from home. And until next time, be safe and healthy.